Thatcher Cooch from the Carlton Footy Club. You're listening to the Coaches Panel. Dane Zorko here from the Brisbane Lions. Jason Johannesson from the Western Bulldogs. Luke Parker here from the Sydney Swans. It's Roy Sloan here from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Maxwell and Melbourne Football Club. This is Matt Fife from the Fremantle Footy Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Less than a week away now from the start of your AFL season for 2019. Hello, it is MJ from the Coaches Panel, and welcome to a very special podcast. You're now just the days away from the start of your fantasy footy year, going into some lockout modes with that Thursday night game of Carlton and Richmond. And throughout the preseason, perhaps you've been going to coachespanel.tv. You've been getting the podcast of strategies or player kind of features of the 50 most relevant. Maybe you've even joined the Patreon to get some exclusive content, which you can join, by the way, at patreon.com forward slash coachespanel. But sometimes, sometimes you just need to hear it direct from the players themselves. Where are they going to play? You need to hear from the captain. Who's got a shot at being named in round one? And are those big-name players like Big Maxi Gorn, is Maximum going to solo ruck or not? These are some of the big questions fantasy footy coaches have been pondering and thinking about throughout all of the 2019 preseason. So just a couple of days ago, I headed down to the MCG for the annual AFL Captains Media Day and put your questions to the captains of the AFL clubs. We had some fun with them. We got some fantasy advice from them. And they gave a little bit of sneaky advice away for some debutantes and where they themselves may line up for their side in 2019. We're chatting with Jason Johannesson of the uh, Western Bulldogs. Mate, it must be nice to finally realise that the footy season's here, all those months of preparation are kind of here. must be great for you and the rest of the lads to kind of get out there in just a couple of days' time. Yeah, definitely. Um, you can sort of feel the, the feeling in the change room and especially um, in Melbourne, you can feel the whole city um, starting to get that buzz and that footy's back and, um, you know, I'm just excited for it and can't wait. And it's been a, a you, you've said a couple of times in other places, it's been a bit of a frustrating kind of past couple of the seasons for yourself and even for the side at the moment. Yep. How do you feel like the side's going to turn around in 2019? Yeah, I think we've had a couple of seasons now where we um, sort of building that chemistry together. Um, we're still a pretty young side and we've st- um, got a few new players and some drafted some good kids. So um, it's all about finding that chemistry and that um, balance where we can play our best footy. And um, I think uh, this year will we'll, um, hopefully be a good one. You talk about these, some of these kids, um, you know, Bailey's an absolute ripper of a human being, got a horrible haircut, but a ripper <laughs> of a human being. Are we likely to see him or some of the other kids getting a, a crack at it in a week's time? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Bailey Smith has he's done a lot right um, to put his name up for a selection. And um, unfortunately, we've got a, a, a young running defender, Latham Vandermeer, who's, who's got some serious pace and he's injured at the minute. But And also Riley West, um, who's been playing some good footy in the VFL. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where the coaches go and if um, one of the young kids get their first game. But I'm sure um, during the year, they'll definitely get their chance. We're chatting with Jack Zebel, the captain of the North Melbourne Kangaroos and, and probably has the greatest one-day stubble of all the captains here today, mate. There's, there's clearly been a lot of work put into to the facial growth today. Yeah, I, I, my tip to anyone trying to grow a bit of facial hair is don't let it grow too far ahead. I've got a pretty red tinge in it, so I just like to keep it 
every morning it's a little once over with a head shaver. And just keep it under control. Yeah, yeah exactly right. No, it's, a, it's a smart play, mate. No doubt will be the key reason that the Kangaroos made <laughs> finals in 2019. But in all seriousness, it's probably guys that have come across from other clubs like Polek, Pittard, Hall. That add that kind of outside class and polish that at times the club have said they kind of lack. It must be great to have some great talent coming to the side now. No, it's awesome. It is. And then those guys have had awesome pre-seasons. Their impact uh, hasn't gone unnoticed for our group. Um, they've all played quite a bit of footy at, at opposition clubs and they all bring something different to our team um, so it's going to be awesome to get them into our side early on And um, but, I, but with that I, I don't think they're going to be the the sole reason we improve I mean our younger guys um, that improved last year were a big reason we we had a bit better year last year than the year before and I think those guys again have, have taken their games to new levels this pre-season so um, our mid mid sort of aged and younger guys who are all improving are going to make us a better team along with those guys who got from other clubs Yeah you're right they're the big names that people are talking about who, who's some of the other maybe kids that have just been drafted in or guys that have been in the system for a little while that you're really keen as a skipper to go no these boys are going to take us to the next game Yeah gear. I think two, two young guys with, um, with drafted last year and in Taron Thomas and, and Bailey Scott both have had really, really good pre-seasons and I expect them to feature throughout 2019 and um, they're going to be quality players for North Melbourne for a long period of time and um, other guys who, who probably don't get the recognition they deserve um, Jai Simpkins in his third year now he's going to be a very, very good player, he's had a great pre-season um, he showed some outstanding signs in, in the first couple of games and Trent DeMont as well on the wing um, really took his game to a new level last year and uh, from what we've seen this pre-season it's just gone, gone up another level again so it's awesome to see and um, another guy Jed Anderson as well who, who took his game to a new level last year will um, be looking for that improvement again from him because he's had another great pre-season chatting with uh, one of the new skippers of the Sydney Football Club Luke Parker mate you've got a couple of talented kids that have just walked through the door someone like a Nicky Blakey has done some great stuff but we're also going to see guys like Haynes and Mills that have been yep. around the club for a while looks like horse is going to let them kind of run loose in the midfield alongside yourself this year yeah, it's going to be um, an exciting year, I think. It's those those boys, as you mentioned, Millsy, um, Haynes, Tommy Papley and Jonesy, um, kind of that 23-, 24-year-olds who are now um, ready to take that next step and, and play a lot more midfield time and, and play a really big role for us. And we've seen you kind of split your role a little bit between the midfield and the forward line. We're going to see something similar for your good self this year? Yeah, it'll always be similar, I think, um, starting mid and then and hopefully going forward and getting dangerous down there I think that's the way um, most mids are going to have to start playing it or halfbacks um, you kind of have to have multiple positions with the interchange cap and uh, you're not going to move yourself into the back pocket or anything like that anytime soon no right? no, no lockdown defending that nah. nah, leave yeah, that to someone like yeah, exactly. or something like that sort exactly. that out. someone else to blame yeah exactly right uh, who do you feel like there's been plenty of talk about the likes of Ahini and Mills that are, you know throughout the preseason but who's a guy that's in the club right now that's not getting kind of the, the media talk that probably he deserves given how good his preseason has been who's a player that kind of fits into that category for you I think another one's um, Ollie Florent I think um, it's his third year now I'm pretty sure um, yeah third year now and he's look he's really matured up he's played a lot of football for a, for a young guy um, probably played a little bit forward and on a wing at times um, and all pre-season has been yeah training midfield minutes um, has a lot of class about him just for a young guy and really composed under pressure so he's one that hopefully can, can take his name uh, game to another level and, and play a big role for us uh, chatting to Dane Zorko, the tallest man on the MCG this afternoon. Thank you. Uh, that's how you're affectionately referred to around the club, I believe? That is correct. Um, yeah, and especially on a day like today when I'm standing next to uh, Witsy and Gorney, certainly uh, my height is, you know, we're gonna a see strong you in presence. <laughs> we're going to see you in that role this year. You're like, move out of the way, Steph. Get out of the way, Arch. Yeah. We're going to see you, mate. Oh. 
Yes. <laughs> I will be throwing my hand up at occasions. Yeah, well, you're the captain now, mate, so you can kind of... Do it. <laughs> that must be pretty crazy for you, isn't it? You think, oh, five, six, seven years ago, you weren't even playing AFL footy, now you're leading a club that's got such a rich history. It must be just kind of unbelievable to think about it yeah. when you kind of think about it. It is surreal. Uh, I certainly didn't think uh, um, I would be in this position if you asked me at the start of my career or, as you said, eight years ago when I started, whether I'd be a captain of an AFL club. Um with the people in front of me, I probably thought that was, um, you know, impossible. But, um, you know, balls bounce certain ways. And uh, I've worked a lot on my leadership over the last two, three years. And, um, yeah, I feel very fortunate that I'm able to lead, um, as you said, a club with such a great history um, into hopefully another successful period. And you've got some fantastic leaders alongside you. One of them is a guy that's come over from uh, Fremantle in Lockie Neal. As much as it's obviously disappointing to see someone like Dane leave the club, having someone like Locke walk straight through the doors kind of helped. It burdens the load a bit. Nice. It has. Um, as well as um, Lockie, we've added Link McCarthy, who's had uh, uh, been at a team like Geelong that's had success. Um, we've had Marcus Adams, who was at Bulldogs when they won the Premiership. And... Um, who also we had Jared Lyons, who you know at Adelaide was a very very important player for them. Played finals over there, so we've added a lot of guys with a lot of experience that have played in big games and um, finals atmospheres, and all bring different aspects of leadership, which our our group can't get enough of at the moment. So, um, you know, all those guys have been invaluable for us, and adding Hodgie on top of that, and um, it's been a really nice mix. And you got some absolute ripper young kids. It's kind of scary, I know, when you start talking about young kids, and you're like, mate, come on, I'm not even in my early thirties, get off the grass. But you know, you start guys like Beast Mode, you know, yep. the Berry Boys, yep. and you know, it, it starts to get exciting watching these young kids getting midfield opportunities oh, now. Absolutely. Cam Rayner's another one. Like, yeah. um, what other Alex Willard has been able to do in the back line has been sensational. Shoot McLuggage. Like, it, it's a really exciting time at the club and, um, you know, touching back on the captaincy, it's great to be able to lead these guys and show them the direction and then for them to, to go on with it um, in future years. Uh, it's an exciting period for the club and, um, you know, there's another guy in there, Zach Bailey, that people probably don't know a lot about, but what he's been able to do over his first two seasons in the AFL, um, he's played a number of games and brings a real X factor to our team which um, I thoroughly enjoy. And now you've got plenty of young kids in your side and generally when they walk into the club within the first week or two they land themselves a nickname who's yep. a bloke that's landed the worst nickname of the new draftees the new kids even Link that's come in this well, year who's got the worst nickname in the past 12 months? Well it's it's not the nickname as such but Tom Joyce I mean his initials are TJ but cannot stand people calling him TJ. I mean, <laughs> Joycey, mate, your name's Tom, Tom Joyce, it's TJ, it's got to be it. Um, he hates it, so we call him TJ, actually. So <laughs> if you never said anything, you know, we wouldn't have... Uh, away, exactly right. But now, because he doesn't like it so much, it's only natural that boys are going to call him TJ. So it's not the worst, but he cert- we certainly get a reaction out of him. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's what, what we're after. That's all you want from That's what we're after. And we're seeing some, plenty of competition for spots now. I know your coaches even talked about, you know, that maybe even Archie could, could yep. knock off Steph in, in a ruck roll. Are we likely to see that play? out early in the year or kind of see how it goes yeah I think it'll be um, touch and go for those I'm not sure how Archer's um, injuries come up from the weekend Um, obviously hurting his esophagus pipe there with um, some sort of forearm in the throat hasn't been good so um, you know that might make selections a little bit easier if Arch doesn't come up but that's certainly um, an intriguing role and a very difficult decision for Chris Fagan because we've got really good ruck stocks at Brisbane at the moment and um, they all offer different things which certainly help the team so Look, I'm going to stick out of that one because oh, I don't. <laughs> because I don't. I, I honestly, I couldn't tell you. They are all so valuable to us in all different aspects. Um, you know, 
good luck. Good, to all, good luck to all three of them. <laughs> you're taking the right role anyway, mate. Well, right, no, that's matter. it. Yeah. Their, their job's safe because I won't be going for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly so. right, mate. Fair uh, chatting with Rory Sloan, the uh, newly crowned, I don't know if crowned is the word we should go with, but can we go with crowned co-captain? No, I don't know. I don't like crowned. Yeah, what what would that. you prefer? Dubbed. Just dubbed. Allocated. Just, just half a captain. <laughs> yeah, half a captain's better than most. Go with that, yeah. So that's okay, man. It, it, it must be fantastic, finally, for you to have the full support of the team around the side in terms of so many injuries last year now walking into a brand new year with pretty much no one sitting on the sideline yeah it's very very good feeling um and it obviously comes with a cost i mean some some guys are gonna have to miss out round one and um but it's a long season so i, I definitely think uh, the healthier the list is the better the competition is for spots better guys perform and then um the better guys will perform sorry um and i'm sure these everyone will get the crack yeah, and you got guys like Brad who has been, you know, unfortunate with injury. It looks like he's fit and fire and ready to go. It must be great to see him up and about around the club. Oh, it is. And we just uh, just want to see him enjoy his footy because I know how much it's hurt him the last couple of years being in and out of the side and watch everyone else play footy. But um, he's so important for us. And, yeah, we just let him go. Just let him go enjoy his footy and, and have a crack and um, just get stuck into it. And you got a, a couple of young ripping kids there. McHenry, who's got an absolute disgusting haircut, but he's a fantastic human being. Yeah. And then a, a kid over from Tassie in, Tase, in Chase. Jones, he looks like he's getting pretty close to that round one squad. Yeah, so he's uh, he's performing, and that's all you can ask. If, when you get your chance, you just perform and make it very hard for the coaches to not pick him. So, um, he's done everything he can to, to basically put his hand up for round one. And we do. All the young guys that came in have been performing unbelievably. I mean, Lockie Scholl's another one I'm sure you'll see plenty of um, in the future. Tyson Stengel we got over from Richmond. Just teared, teared this preseason up, and yeah, there's just... Um, Unfortunately, you can't fit everyone in a in a healthy side, and we've got a pretty experienced side at the moment. Yeah, it's looking good. The side's looking like they're going to be right up towards where they want to be, uh, which is the finals. We wish you all the best. Good luck, man. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Good luck. Must be kind of surreal to think a couple of years ago you joined the Gold Coast Suns, yeah. and now you find yourself as a, a skipper. What is that feeling like when you had that conversation with the coach? Yeah, it was a, it was a really big honour um, when he invited us over to his house and, to make the announcement. Um, Initially, like you said, uh, if I was in this situation three years, you wouldn't think I'd be here. But it's sort of just built. Um, was able to get like, layers on top of layers. First of all, get some continuity in my game, and then and then sort of build the leadership off the back of that. So. Um, yeah, I'm really privileged to be here and take it as a huge, huge honour. And you've got a great responsibility to lead a, a whole group of new kids that are just coming yeah. to the side. And obviously, unfortunately for Isaac, he's, he's hurt himself yeah. and he's going to yeah. miss the start of the year. But just some incredibly talented and good characters of kids have just walked through the door as well. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important things. Even the older, mature guys who we recruited um, are really good blokes and going to be great for our club and, and be able to show show the way um, from a professional point of view and just to how to go about AFL in general um, to those younger, talented guys. So the club's in a really good place in, in that sense. It's now just building it um, layer on layer and, and, and hitting all our key KPIs and be as consistent as possible throughout games. So that's really our focus going forward. And will we see some guys like Lacocious, Burgess, you know, Collins for the yeah. club anyway? Will we see them like the de- debut in round one? Oh, I don't know. It's a bit tricky when you talk about selection. Oh, come as a on, player. mate. Don't, don't um, worry about it. I, I won't I tell anyone. I don't know. They've had they've had solid they've they've had really solid pre seasons, but um, yeah, like I said, I'm not in match committee, so I won't comment. So too just much say on yes, that. just say yes, no, and then we can I splice it over the top, mate. No, no one will ever do that, mate. Appreciate your time. No, Have a great so season, buddy. Thank Good you. on you. Chatting with Patrick Cripps of the Carlton Football Club, mate. It must be great to see some young kids coming through to the side that you've had for a number of years now. But he's like a Sammy Walsh. Looks like he's an absolute ripper of a kid, doesn't he? Yeah, no, there's a lot of good blokes at the club now. We've got a lot of country boys, so there's a really good field around the joint. But um, said uh, a few things before. Once you get to second, third, fourth year, they're really 
get to, I suppose, their body ready to perform at AFL level and they get that confidence that they believe they're good enough. So, um, yeah, the GRT was um, promising, gave the boys a bit of confidence, but still a lot to work on. But, yeah, it's starting to, there's definitely a lot of the young talent there. And starting to get some extra support down the front for guys like Charlie Kerno, Harry Mackay, getting guys like McGovern and Fasolo into the side must be just mouth-watering for you seeing some guys down the front you know you can shut the ball down their throats and get them banging some goals yeah we've got, definitely got some X, X factor down there that's for sure and uh, they'll keep developing and uh, be in sync and I suppose they'll get better as the year goes on just working together but also guys like Michael Gibbons come in he's played a really good pressure role and um, yeah he's, he's been a really good addition to the side so yeah I reckon the list is starting to get some real depth to it and um, all, all the good sides have depth so yeah I think we're on the right track and you reckon we'll see Gibbo play round one Oh, you'll find out uh, Wednesday night, I reckon, mate. But no, nah, he's, he, he's had pretty good JLT form, so um, yeah, I'd be surprised if he was in it. But um, yeah, your guess is as good as mine at the moment. Chatting with the man that has been uh, dubbed, we've talked across today about who's got, you know, grand final chances, Brownlow medals. There is a clear unanimous thing amongst all captains you've got the best beard in the AFL at the moment. You take that as a fair call? Yeah, I haven't even I've looked around to see what other captains have a beard. Well, Jack, Z- nice. Jack Zeeble's got one day growth. Yeah. Um, so, I think so that wasn't fit- voted in? No, well, uh, by him it was. Yeah, right. But I feel like you've got him kind of pretty covered on. Well, my beard's at a bad length at the moment. I've shortened it a tiny bit. Yeah, so it's, it's still good that I'm still getting that vote. I thought it, I may have gone somewhere else, but obviously no one with a beard gets voted captain. And I mean, I'm truth to that because I'm not captain. But um, yeah, no, look, that's very nice of them. Mate, it must be nice to finally for you and the rest of the boys kind of get around to the serious stuff and uh, finally crack on with the season. It is. Um, it's a great time of the year. Uh, I also love pre-season, to be honest, as well. I'm not a pre-season hater. Uh, I reckon it's great to be out there running in the, in the sun and no you media You want me to send this to Goody, don't you? <laughs> this is Goody. This is Goody's <laughs> message, isn't it? Um, but nothing beats footy as well. Um, so we're about to embrace the hurt. We're about to embrace being sore every week. And um, But you wouldn't change it for a thing. This is what we want to do. Hopefully 26 weeks. Hopefully be here at the G last day of the year. Absolutely. Are we going to see you spending a little bit of time with uh, Braden uh, at times during the year or are we going to see you just playing the sole ruck role a lot this year? Um, well, if it was up to me, I'd play. I'd probably play 18 rucks. I thought you should. I feel like you'd be good at a back yeah. pocket role too. Yeah. Um, maybe if you need a couple of mids, maybe just play 15 rucks. Um, yeah. I can understand that view. Um, I don't think Goody's losing sleep over it. So I don't think it's a massive issue in his head. I think it's been built up externally. But um, if we do play two rucks, which I'd like, um, it would be a great chance to be able to do it in round one against Ryder and Lysette. If we don't, I'm more than happy of Wiedemann and Declan Kilty and Tom McDonald to be able to ruck as well and play my normal role. So, um, yeah, no one's really losing sleep over, over the decision. And Prucey will play at some point this year. I mean, we did trade him in and we want him to be a Melbourne player and... If that's round one all the way to round 22, well, that's a massive win for us and it means he's playing his role. So um, I'm a pretty impatient man and I want what's best for the team and we'll find that out in due course. Does that mean someone like a Marty Hoare is going to find his way into the side in round one? Or I mean, I don't know how you draw from that, but I, you just wanted to mention Marty Hoare. I just and, wanted um, to say the name and see if we get you to say it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good name, but if playing two rucks means Marty Hoare is going to play, he's well, got to sure play. It, it's a natural progression <laughs> of things, so that's all good. I appreciate it. Uh, chatting to Nathan Fife because that's how we're going to go for the full name. Uh, how about for you? You've got probably the most talked about elbow in the world at the moment, right, mate. Yeah. It's looking. I feel sexy back is probably the right term <laughs> for that man, but, but that's all right, mate. It, it must be nice for you, like after months of just mucking around, kicking the ball around, and not really playing anything serious. It must be nice now to finally, yeah, the big stuff's here. Hey? Yeah, I mean we're all tuned for competitiveness and trained so hard that. 
when the real stuff rolls around, you lick your lips. So, yeah, I'm excited. And some of the rule changes, I know we've talked about in the media before, does it feel like for you that it's going to benefit your type of game with some of the rule changes coming in? I think it will. I didn't play any JLT, but I watched, and there's a lot of space around centre square bounces now. There's one-on-ones in the forward line at centre square bounces, and I think that's having a flow-on effect to the general play. So more space, more competitive one-on-one contests suits me to the ground. Yeah, and you're going to get some great support from some young kids like Ches coming through, like Andy coming through as well. It must be nice to have... You've still got Old Man Monday um, <laughs> rolling through there, but uh, you've got a couple of no- young kids that look like they're going to take some responsibility. Yeah, uh, Cher and Brayshaw get talked about a lot, but Sean Darcy as a young ruckman, Brennan Cox as a young forward, um, uh, Talon Duman, uh, Sam Switkowski as a young pressure forward. We've got some youthful guys that we're looking to get 100, 150, 200 odd games out of over the next five to eight years. Um, but that's going to mean we'll have some volatility, some ups and downs as they learn the craft of AFL and getting prepared to play each week. But we're going to see some great footy played out of these guys, and I'm pretty happy to be a part of it and help steer the ship. Yeah, you've got a, a guy by the name of Connor Blakely who's obviously on the sidelines with injury at the moment. Are we going to see him come into the middle a bit more this year? Yeah. or Connor should be back around three to five, um, so you'll blink and he'll be back and play predominantly midfield, a bit of halfback, a ball hunter, um, and with Reese Conker coming into our midfield as well. We do have some guys that know how to find the footy. So a little bit of depth starting to build in our midfield list. There you go. A massive thank you to the team at AFL uh, for giving us access to some of the biggest names in football as we had a chance to chat to them. Uh, we certainly appreciate the time, the energy, effort they gave, not only to us, but to dozens of other media people that were there on the day. Plenty of great insight. Hopefully you learnt on the way and got to just know some of your favourite players a little bit throughout the period. Over the coming days, you're going to get a large Last Chance Strategy and Q&A podcast that'll land just days before, days before the start of the 2019 fantasy football season. And if you sign up to our Patreon, you can get our full 50-page plus cash cow guide and an accompanying podcast to go with it. If you want to join the Patreon, support the coaches panel and get some exclusive content, patreon.com forward slash coaches panel is where you can go to be able to get that. That is landing Monday. Make sure you go and grab that if you haven't already done so. We thank you so much for all your support, all your sharing and your reviews that you've been sharing over podcasts, um, the, the fact you're telling people about the Coaches Pump. We, we just thank you so much for the journey you've been on with us so far in 2019. We hope you've enjoyed the content coming thus far. There is still more to come before round one gets underway. And then really, all the serious stuff kicks off because that is when we sort the men from the boys, so to speak, when it comes to how your fantasy side is going to go in 2019. More podcasts to come over the coming days before round one. More articles to land, and you'll even get an access and some viewing into some of the Coaches Panel starting quads, squads. So keep checking out coachespanel.tv. That is where you're going to find all that. Good luck over this weekend. We hope you get some time, whether you be drafting, whether you be making the final tunes to your site. We hope it all goes well for you. And from me here at the Coaches Panel, we wish you all the best, and we'll chat to you soon.